Episode 96 of the Small Business Startup Essentials Podcast, My Favorite Tools, Part 2. Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Small Business Startup Essentials Podcast. I'm Tom Claremont, a personal brand startup coach and podcast launcher. If you've been thinking about starting a personal brand business or podcast, then this show is for you. Or maybe you've already got the plan down already, but you need some help with getting past all the technology that can get in the way. Well, either way, I'll be glad to help you through your journey and get you launched faster so you can be more profitable quicker. And check out the show notes for links to my very popular and free ebook of the month club that I have that'll send a free ebook to your inbox each month on just the topics of launching your personal brand business. Or if you're looking to start a podcast, I have another free mega resource for you called Hey, Starting a Podcast. <laughs> this free ebook is really a mini course just packed with tips for you to get your show launched faster. Well, folks, let's get right into today's episode. If you've been listening for a while, you may have heard in episode 58 titled, The Tools We Use. I briefly went over some of the tools, the software tools that I use uh, to run my business and why I use them. I, I even created a free download of a PDF on this very same topic with the links to click on to get them in order to save you some time. And and that's what this is all about for me here in in doing these types of things, saving you time and money and helping you along the way by learning what works for me so that you don't have to go through all the hassle of trying to figure this stuff out. Now, I I get it. We all have personal favorites when it comes to software tools. And my favorite tool might not be yours, and that's just fine. But if you're looking to skip the research part of the process because you're more interested in launching your personal brand business sooner rather than later, these types of episodes are, are just for you. So in episode 58, I went over the following tools. SiteGround, WordPress, Elementor Pro, MailerLite, Red Circle, Fiverr, Audacity, Canva, Headliner, Smart Mockups, Zoom, Loom, and Gumroad. And I think I covered the basics pretty well on these tools, but now I'd like to get into some other tools and just assume that when I use this word tools, I'm talking about software tools. So in this episode of the tools we use part two, I'd like to say a few words about these tools and I'll have links in the show notes for you as well if you want to get right to it faster. So these are the tools I'm going to go over in this episode. Easy Prompter, Google Trends, Calendly, Unsplash, Udemy, MindMeister.com, Google Drive, and PremiumBeat.com. So for the first one, Easy Prompter, I picked this tool because I needed a better way to do longer videos and be hands-free as well. 
This tool came recommended to me from another business pro that does a lot of longer videos. So with Easy Prompter, you can just enter in the text you'll be using for the video. Adjust the font size and the speed you want the text to scroll up on your screen and press play. And that's what it does. It just scrolls up on your screen at the pace you want. And when the text is really large, it you can see the text in a sort of a peripheral way as you're staring at uh, your webcam, right? It doesn't look like you're reading. So why do I think I need this? Well, without using this, I have to look at the screen, keep one hand on the keyboard, down arrow or the mouse and keep scrolling down as needed, you know, to keep the pace that I'm going at. But with this tool, I can know in advance how long it'll take to read the script because easy prompter will tell you and be totally hands-free when I'm doing the video. But why do I need to be totally hands-free? Well, you know, when you're doing videos, part of the way we process information on the receiving side is to look at the hand motions of the people giving the information. And you'll see this from a lot of other people as well when you're watching their videos. They'll use both their hands when they're doing their message, right? We don't normally think of this, but subconsciously we need and expect hand motions when we take in information. And some people have done some research on this topic. I, I won't get into the details of all of that. But when it came to people doing TED Talks, this is what I found. The least popular TED Talkers used an average of 272 hand gestures during the 18 minute talk. The most popular TED Talkers used an average of 465 hand gestures, and that's almost double. Now, I recently saw a TED Talk of a guy, very interesting uh, topic, but he had note cards in his hands and he barely used any hand gestures at all. I don't think, I, I really don't think he used any at all, but his topic was very good. Right? So I, I still watched it anyway. It's just that you, you notice those types of things when somebody uses hand gestures or not. And so using your hands when talking helps to increase the effectiveness of the nonverbal form of communication. So when I'm making videos and my hands might be in view, I try to use both of them as much as I can. You see, we're, we're born to talk with our hands. And when we learn from a young age to use our hands when talking, so, you know, why stop when it comes to presenting important information through our videos? Since I want my videos to be the most effective use of my time, I want people to remember what I'm saying and to be able to process, it, you know, the information better, right? So thus the use of Easy Prompter. There's a free version that works just fine or an $8 a month version that gives you more options. But I think the free version will work most of the time just fine for you. Next is Google Trends. Now, I know that a lot of you may already know about this tool, but I'd still like to cover it for those listeners that may not be as familiar with it and why they should use it. Now, Google Trends helps me in a couple of ways. With the use of Google Trends, I can do some quick research in advance for what topics people are searching for and how important or trendy it is in both the US and 
around the world. In other words, I use it for content ideas. And here's four ways you can use Google Trends to create better content as well. You can find relevant topics that are trending, do better keyword research, use it to create a meaningful content calendar, improve your branding efforts. But there's other reasons to use Google Trends for your business as well. You can use it to, you know, for understanding keyword search volume, which is important, identifying seasonal trends, avoiding temporarily popular keywords, optimize your SEO strategy, and enhancing your video SEO strategy. So overall, plenty of reasons to use Google Trends. And when I created the Starting a Podcast ebook, I included screenshots of how I used it when I created this podcast. So now the next tool I'd like to talk about is Calendly. And this is a great tool for anyone who has a website and needs a professional looking booking tool to take appointments. No surprise here that there's a free version and a paid one that of course offers more options, but for the most part, you'll probably be okay with the free version. Now, I've been using it for a while and I love it. Plus, when you book on someone else's Calendly feature, it automatically takes the time slot out of your Calendly option so that you don't get a double booking of your time. You can customize your availability as you choose in advance for a couple of months and you can add the link in a button on your website so that the whole world can see when they can book a time with you. Using this tool helps to avoid the hassles and delay of going back and forth through email and what time works for both parties involved. Check it out. I'm sure you'll like it as much as I do. Now for the next one, Unsplash, I've seen firsthand the huge problems a website owner can have when they or people that build them don't take the extra effort to use royalty-free images. Legal issues can happen, and I've seen it firsthand. You can potentially lose thousands of dollars because you just right-clicked on an image that you Googled. You see, sometimes people place markers in the images that can be tracked and traced, right? And why would they trace them? Well, for situations just like this, to get easy money. See, Unsplash has quite a variety of images to use, but keep in mind that others know about Unsplash as well, and you just might come across some images that you use on somebody else's website or promotional material. You're going to have to be okay with that. You know, it's happened to me, and it might happen to you as well. You know, I see a great image that I want to use on a website or promotional material, and you know what, I've seen it go around uh, on other people's information as well. That's okay. And you can set some search parameters in advance to help you get what you're looking for quicker, like the orientation of the image you're using, you know, portrait or landscape, and, and the topic. Check out Unsplash if you haven't seen them yet. You'll be glad you did. Now, this next one is a little different. It's not really a particular tool but more of a resource. I go to Udemy to learn stuff a lot faster. You know, they have a huge list of topics 
you can get full-blown courses for not a lot of money. I took a copywriting course with over 11 hours of instruction that was on sale for about 45 bucks. A, a lot of courses go on sale for only like 10 to $15. Now, there's other websites you can go to that'll offer the same thing as Udemy, but this site is my favorite. And I have no affiliation with them. I get nothing out of promoting them, but my goal here is just to let you know what I use so that you know you can jump right into launching your business faster. That's it. So I hope you get a lot out of Udemy. Now, the next tool that I use is mindmeister.com. Mindmeister.com. I use this to map out a plan that will give me a visual scope of a particular topic. And when I do my coaching for, you know, building your personal brand business or, or, you know, website or podcast, things like that, you know, I use this tool and, you know, you can create a mind map, share it, send it. It's great to see things visually. You know, if you want to map out a website plan or a marketing funnel, this website is for you. Take your big idea and create a mind map, as they call it, and put it in visual format. I like to see a big plan this way, you know, visual format. Some people are more visually oriented than others, and, and I like to see the plan all laid out on these mind maps. Yes, there is a free and a paid version, so you can start using it to save a few maps and get the feel of it. And the link to these tools will be in the show notes, but this is spelled mindmeister.com, M-I-N-D-M-E-I-S-T-E-R.com. Now, for the next one, I'm sure that most of the listeners are already familiar with this one, and I won't spend much time on it, but just in case, I use Google Drive to upload large files and share them with others. And in my Done For You podcast launch program, help others launch their podcast and actually edit and prep the first bunch of episodes for them. But I need them to record these episodes first and get them to me. And Google Drive is the way to go. Now, the last one on the list is premiumbeat.com. Premiumbeat.com. This is a resource that I use and recommend for quality podcast background music. If you have a podcast and you're looking to start one, check out this site for a great selection of audio tracks that you can purchase for 50 bucks. You get the rights to use this audio track on one site only, but you can slice up the full version of the audio track any way you want for your intros, your outros, if you have a mid-roll to your podcast as well. For season one, I used a different audio track than season two. Now, did I have to do that? No, but I just thought it would be a good way to separate the seasons in that way. Well, friends, I hope that this additional list of tools will be helpful to you so that you won't have to spend so much time figuring out all this stuff. That's the goal here in the podcast to help you launch quicker with a plan so that you'll be more profitable quicker. Now, I'm just trying to help you launch whatever it is you're trying to launch, a personal brand business, a website, a podcast, whatever it is, 
I'm here for you. So again, check out the show notes for the links because it'll get you to these tools a lot faster. And once again, I have no affiliation with these sites. I get nothing out of it. Just sharing what I use in my business to help you in your journey. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode. Please click on the follow or subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. Don't forget I have free resources for you at tomclaremont.com slash resources. Uh, I have an ebook of the month club, starting a podcast uh, ebook. It's actually a mini course and uh, plenty of other free downloads for you as well. So friends, don't forget, as always, stay encouraged, follow your dream and don't give up.